fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Everybody and welcome to the Fantasy Fullback Dive, brought to you by the good people at the Road Street Journal, paving your way to fantasy excellence and fantasy glory, fantasy championships, even though it's the end of January. <laughs> 2022 championship weekend, right now, tomorrow, the big conference championship games, and of course, if you were listening to us on Thursday, we are previewing the 2022 fantasy big board, brought to you exclusively by Road Street Journal and the Wolf of Road Street himself. I'm, of course, your host, Nat The Truth Jones, and with me, as always, the Wolf of Rotor Street. And the more the merrier today, joining us as a duo, now we're a trio, for the first time all season. It's CJ. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm, do- I'm doing good. We got. <laughs> I don't know how you're getting hit on snow over there in East Bumfuck Mass or wherever the hell you are. But uh, No, no, no. The, the geography is simple, actually. It'd I live in west. the West, and west you, drink, you live in the East. <laughs> right. True. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, we're getting destroyed over here, but what better reason to just sit in and talk some prize picks, talk some bets, talk all that good stuff as we get juiced up for tomorrow. I'm excited. It's you know, it's gonna be tough to top what we saw last weekend, guys, but I think we had two great games, so I wouldn't be shocked if it approaches that level. How about you, CJ? How you doing over where you at? And, and I'm get, up, up, in, <laughs> up in the north. Who knows? Well, yeah, exactly. Up in up in northern mass. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, the wind was howling at three in the morning, so it was up until about eight. Wouldn't stop for some reason. And um, yeah, and I'm ready to talk some gambling. That's my favorite thing. So, <laughs> how much Best snow do you guys actually have in the east? And when I say east, I actually mean east. But where? How much snow do you guys have? I couldn't even tell you. There's so much wind that's just been blowing all over the place. It, we, it doesn't look like it's that much. We've ended up not – we've been on kind of the edge of one of those bands where we – it's definitely been snowing, but it's not really more than a couple inches. It's supposed to keep going for, you know, a few more hours. But when it's said and done, I think it's going to be a pretty easy three, four inches to shovel. Everything should go back to normal tomorrow. But it sounds like you guys are really taking it on the chin there. We got two big games, like the Wolf said. We got the Bengals being hosted by the Chiefs, and, of course, we have the 49ers being hosted by the Rams. There's history with both of these matchups. I mean, we've had a Chiefs-Rams, you know, they just played like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, something like that. It was a a great game. Um, And if not for that win by the Bengals, the Chiefs, I think, would be riding an 11-game winning streak right now, which, I mean, it's weird how little we're talking about that, I feel like. That is an amazing display of dominance from the Chiefs. You think that this – you think we're we're sleeping on the Chiefs? Is that possible? Could we be sleeping on a team that's doing as well as they are? No, I'm not. I've been calling them the Super Bowl <laughs> favorite this entire time. I thought they're going to go all the way. They're going to win it all, and I still think so. Uh, but I'm excited for this game regardless. I do think it's going to be a great one. So uh, as we said at the top, betting preview. I don't do a ton of betting. I know, CJ, you're kind of the master of that. Uh, so ultimately, looking at the lines here, I just kind of pulled them in there. I'd love to chat those through with you guys. Let's do it. Uh, we got a, a 54 over under. Love that prop line. Uh, plus seven Bengals, 270 money line here. So let, let's chat through that. What are your guys? I, I obviously have my takes, and I'll give them in a sec. But, CJ, why don't we start with you since you're the, uh, the betting guru over there. What are your thoughts mm. on the, the line, the spread, the over-under? What are you hitting? Yeah, so, um, I mean, the AFC Championship was last week, as we know it. This is just yeah. kind of – just it's there. But um, I'm going with the, the Chiefs, minus seven, taking the points, though. With them, I don't think – I feel like it could be a little bit of a shootout in the beginning. 
but I'm leaning towards well, definitely the over. But I'm gonna think of like a like a forty two twenty four or something like that. Maybe it's a little tight in the first half, and I think the Chiefs just have too much firepower and they're gonna blow doors at the end. Well, I'll tell you, I'm it always makes me feel good because I'm I'm kind of like you. I'm not much of a better, but it always makes me feel good when the resident expert says his picks and they're the same as mine. So uh, I also like the Chiefs giving up seven. Um, and I also I could see the Bengals keeping it close early, but I don't think I would take the you know, I don't think I'd take the Bengals plus seven, anything like that. Chiefs minus seven seems like the play. And I also like the over. Uh, remember, they played, uh, you know, less than a month ago, 34, 31. But the Chiefs were up 28, 17 at halftime in that game. If you look at it quarter by quarter, it's boggles the mind that, you know, it's just like the Chiefs scored three points in the second half. There doesn't seem to be much rhyme or reason to it. Um, the Bengals, remember, they got, what, like nine shots uh, like first and goal, it seems like, at the end. And sure, eventually they scored, uh, and they did win the game. But it just kind of se- seemed like a lot of stuff had to go wrong for the Chiefs, right, for the Bengals, for the Bengals to pull that out. And I love the Bengals, by the way. Like, And, and you and I, on our uh, preview show, we both have the Bengals in this game from the start, in the AFC Championship game. So they're right where we expected them to be. I think the Chiefs are going to be a little bit too much. I like the over. I like the Chiefs giving up seven. I actually go with the Bengals plus seven, not money line. I do think the Chiefs win this one, but I do think the Bengals will be able to keep it within seven. I do love the over bet as well, as you pointed out, Nat. Only three points from the Chiefs, and they still smashed the over. Uh, three second half points, that is, for the Chiefs. Right. They still went over 65 points. I mean, 54. They should have no problem destroying that. So that's the easiest bet. And I always kind of, on the, the, the playoff weekends, just like to hammer overs and root for points. Who doesn't right. love doing that? Uh, I always hammer the overs anyways, but I am definitely smashing that one. I do think the Chiefs will keep it within seven. They are actually 6-0 against the spread in their last six games. What, you know, past history, I know it doesn't necessarily mean they're guaranteed to go 7-0 against it, but they continue to undervalue this Bengals team, in my opinion, in Vegas. And I do think, yes, the Chiefs are dominant. Yes, this is that arrowhead. So I don't think the Bengals pull out the win, but I will take them with the points and, and ultimately covering the spread here. Let's go. Yeah, I do. I think going back to that last their last matchup wasn't that's when Tyreek's heel was kind of an issue. So I don't think he really did much in that game, and that their offense just isn't as explosive without him. Well, and that kind of leads to the next question, series of questions, uh, more specifically, like how you see the game going. If we haven't already touched on that, but also who are some guys you could see having some big performances? I'll kick that off because the first bullet point on my list I just have written. I'm expecting a very big game from Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Bengals' defense is giving up uh, among the tops in the leagues in 20-plus-yard pass plays, explosive pass plays. And as you can point out, TJ, like we had a less-than-full-health Tyreek Hill. We went just six for 40 there last time out. I do agree with you, Nat. I think this one's going to flip completely, and we get yet another massive Tyreek day. But I don't think that comes at the expense of Travis Kelsey, myself. He's now gone 95-plus yards in six straight playoff games. He's also scored six touchdowns across his last five games. I, I love Travis Kelsey and the way he rolls in the playoffs. Last year, Kelsey and Tyree Kill, even in only three games, were the two leading uh, receiving yarders, uh, yarders in the playoffs last year. But they both led the uh, the leaderboard there in only three games. And they're just continuing that dominant stretch here in 2022, but across the entire time. So I do think these guys, they lean on their studs. We see it every playoffs. I think big games from Tyree, big games from Travis Kelsey. And, and I love Joey Burrow on the other side. I mean, last time out there, Threw for 440 and four touchdowns. I don't know that we get quite that game, but 300 plus three touchdowns. I think Jamar Chase, yeah, they're going to be focused on 
not letting him go 1100, uh, you know, 11 catches, 266 yards and three touchdowns like last time. But I still think they have no one that can contain him. So I think it's gonna be back and forth fireworks. I think this is the game to target when we talk about DraftKings a little bit later. This is obviously the one that we should be stacking up and going all in, but I'm just going all in on the studs. And that's kind of what happens in the playoffs. Do you feel similarly, CJ? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Um, just like the the big guys on the Chiefs, Tyreek. I mean, I'm still like can't get over that that touchdown that he had at the end of the game last week when he just caught that like where he just ran away from everybody. <laughs> yeah, dude, any other player in the NFL would have been tackled for like a 15 yard gain. Yep. <laughs> no question, it's completely insane. Giving but, um, the preemptive peace sign before, like to the guy. Yeah, I'm like you know, like the fifth, the 15 yard line. <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> disrespect. Right, the guy was but, like yeah, a yard or two away from him. Yeah. But yeah, I would. Um, yeah, I mean Tyreek, Kelsey, even Pringle. Pringle's been like a touchdown machine, even though I hate him after coming up a yard short in my prize picks last week. But um, yeah, I mean they're big guns, they're passing offense, and then maybe Higgins on the other side. I know as you talked about like Chase, he's not going to replicate what he did last time. So Higgins could have a huge game, but yeah, I'm still going with the passing attack. What do you guys I think just- about the Wolf's boy, Jarek McKinnon? The backfield's a really tough one to, to discern that. I know, point. right? Um, it, it, it really comes down to the game flow for me. If the Bengals do keep it the shootout that I'm expecting, I think McKinnon can have a, a solid day because he's the clear receiving back, ran 79% of the routes last week out there. But if they get a, a two-touchdown lead or so, and you guys are liking the, the Chiefs as the with the seven points, that kind of favors the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire script. He averaged you know, over 7.9 yards a carry last week. He looked pretty decent for his first game back, no doubt about it. They just were in such a tight game that it became a McKinnon game script. So, And then you got Daryl Williams potentially playing as well. He had the huge game out last time. Now, granted, neither McKinnon didn't touch the ball once. We had Clyde out, but we had two touchdowns and 88 yards from Daryl Williams last time these guys played. So we can't discount him either. To me, that's just kind of a, a nightmare of a situation. I don't hate Clyde Hilaire's like 35 and a half rushing yardage prop, if, especially if it's, again, the game script you guys expect with the, uh, the Chiefs winning and covering those points. But uh, I, I'm kind of avoiding this backfield in general with bets, with prize picks, with DraftKings. I'm not touching this backfield myself. No, me either. There's some numbers I saw in prize picks where I like was maybe I should pull the trigger. It seemed enticing, and then I was just like, why? I mean, it's like a coin flip, but like worse. Anyway, uh, you want to move on to game two? You want to talk 49ers Rams? The one other player I did want to talk about is Tyler Boyd. I mean, he's had okay. 13 or more fantasy points in, in five of his last six, 18% target share on the year. And the Chiefs are a bottom three unit at covering slot receivers. So he just seems to be one of those sneaky guys, 4,200 on DraftKings. Again, we're going to talk about our cheap picks later. But he's a guy that I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, and another guy I like his prize picks a lot. So I did want to highlight him in his matchup. Whereas T. Higgins, I know, CJ, you mentioned he could have the big game should they focal, put that focal point on Jamar Chase. But if they do the, the same defensive coverage they did last time, they really put their lockdown corner of the Chiefs, uh, who is expected to play. I know Tyron Matthews is expected to be back as is Fenton, their other their top corner. They put him on Higgins last time, and that kind of took him out for a decent amount. Three catches, 62 yards, just a meh game overall. So I'm actually fading Higgins myself here and going to the cheaper Boyd. And of course, Mixon, too. A big game from him wouldn't shock anybody. Uh, what, what do you think of Mixon, CJ? Are you touching any of his lines? you think he has a decent mm, game this weekend? No, because I think it's just I think it's going to be like a pass-happy offense going back and forth. I, I want nothing to do with Mixon. I also want nothing to do with Mixon. I my biggest loss since I started doing prize picks was I went with Mixon to score an anytime touchdown a couple of weeks ago, and it was just like the biggest garbage game from him. And so, no, I'm done. 
Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't be shocked either. You'd have seven catches against him last time, so potentially if there's any receiving lines out there, I haven't even checked there. Uh, he has been running all the routes in the playoffs, kind of Samaj P. Ryan getting kicked to the back door. So I wouldn't be shocked to see Mixon have a, a decent receiving day, but that's really the only thing buoying him. I'm not touching any of his rushing lines. I'm with you guys there. Uh, I'd be intrigued to see if there's any receiving lines out there for Mixon. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the last thing I want to touch upon here in this game. Is there anything else you guys wanted to highlight? No, I've no, said my no, piece, Wolf. Yep. All right. <laughs> let's let's move on over then to the 49ers and Rams. Over under 45 and a half points here. 49ers plus three and a half and plus 145 for the money line. Who are we picking there, Truth? What are your thoughts? Oh, man, I'm going to get wishy-washy here, but I'll just tell you, I like the Rams to win. It seems dumb, but I like them to win. Um, but I like the 49ers in the three and a half, I think, if I'm betting, which uh, surprises me a little bit because I, I in my head, the Rams are going to win by like 21, something like that. But I, I just in reality, I think that's probably not going to happen. Previous matchups were 31 to 10. Uh, I was a drubbing by the 49ers early in the season. And that was when the Rams were really flying high, too. This really was the thing that took the wind out of their sails for, what, like seven weeks, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then they lost 27-24 in overtime in a game they were up 17-0. And that's the only reason the 49ers are even in the playoffs. So uh, this could either come back to really burn the Rams or this could be like, oh, well played by the Rams. You uh, you played possum and now you get the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. So we'll see. But I like the Rams. Um to win, I like the 49ers with the points. Over under very tough. I think I am going to slightly favor the over just because if I'm on the fence, I'd always rather pull for the over. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm um I'm right there with you, Nat. Actually, I have the Rams to win straight up, but the 49ers to cover the three and a half. Um, nice. I, <laughs> I also it's just it's a divisional game. It's the third time they've played this year. It's going to be a close game, I think. I also I'd lean under there though. I mean, but then I was like kind of going through scores and I was thinking like 24 20. So it'll be like right around that number. I really, really like the number, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you with the, the Rams winning straight up 49ers covering. I had under actually written on my sheet. Uh, I just when it came time to say it, I couldn't bring myself to <laughs> it. feels so gross coming off the tongue, doesn't it? Under it never, it never feels good to say. Uh, and I'm actually hitting the under myself. And I know I'm like the biggest over enthusiast here, but I think CJ, it's a great point. The third time teams match up, it typically results in, in more defensive battles here. I'm also, we're, we're in lockstep here. I know we were, you guys liked the, uh, the Chiefs with the points last time. I actually like uh, the 49ers with the points, but the Rams to win as well. So wow. we are three for three in lockstep here. Uh, it is tricky given that, it, isn't it something like McVay is 0-5 against Shanahan across yes. his career? Yeah, 0-6, so oh and, oh and I think. 0-6, yeah. oh <laughs> even worse, even even worse. So I, I do think this is going to be the, the week he gets the monkey off the back. He finally pulls it out. It just feels like a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl, the way things are kind of brewing right now. That's how I'm envisioning it. And I do think it's going to be more of a defensive battle that ultimately the Rams comes push comes to shove, kind of like last weekend where they need a big play towards the end of the game. Stafford seems to be coming through big time right now. I'm betting on him to make a big play to cup or whoever it ends up being. Uh, I think they end up pulling it out in a more of a defensive battle here. I think that 24-20 score, CJ, that's kind of right exactly what I was envisioning as well for how this game goes. But in terms of who has big games, what you guys see is unfolding as any stars in this game. Truth, do you have any like big, strong feelings about any players that might blow up this weekend in this game? I mean, you know, this is going to sound like a, a lot of chalk that I'm saying here, but Cooper Cup is our Stafford to Cup this year in the two games against the 49ers, 18 for 20 for 240 yards. So, uh, 
I don't know. That's that's a data point, right? <laughs> not, not, not a bad throw, one at all. And throw the and ball towards him. Struggling too. Like he hasn't had good games so far. Right. That matters. That was. I, I want to say that game with uh, the first game with Cup was like his worst game of the season or something like that. But it, it I, was. I, yeah. Two hundred forty-three yards. Yeah, two forty-three. One touchdown. Two interceptions uh, for Stafford. Their first meeting. The second meeting, he had a bit more scores. Two thirty-eight. Three touchdowns, but also two interceptions. So this defense has gotten to him. They play a lot of cover four. I was kind of reading about why is Stafford struggling against them, and, and they don't – Stafford's so good against the blitz. They haven't been hitting him as hard that way and dropping a lot into coverage. But as you mentioned, Cup isn't the one suffering. 11-122 <laughs> his first time out. Uh, second time out, 7-118 in a touchdown. I mean, the guy just puts up 25 regularly. His over-under – I saw it on prize picks for fantasy points. was 23 and a half, and it's like yeah. – I mean, that's, that's very fair. That's just insane that that's his line these days. Uh, yeah, he smashed him. Stafford himself hasn't been great. I'd be shocked if Cup doesn't do something big. I'm with you there. And easy prediction. I agree with you too. It's like uh, the best receiver to, to play in a long time, record setting receiver this year. Uh, yeah, but still, I, I could see that they do have good inside coverage. But I, I like Cup. I'm going to talk about it in DraftKings though. I don't love him to the point that I might actually be fading him in DraftKings. We'll talk about that when we get to our DraftKings section next. Uh, but I do like Cup. What about the ground? I don't know, CJ. What do you, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you like Cup, but is there any other weapons here for the Rams um, you're considering? Anybody else you enjoy? What's hilarious, though, is that <laughs> I don't even get it. Well, just because they're, his numbers are just so high on prize picks that it's like, I think last week it was like 98 yards or something. And so I think I it's 101 it. now or something. I yeah, faded it last oh, week God. and <laughs> I faded his, his uh, number last week and that was gone by like halftime. Because <laughs> so you, you're like, oh, is he, can you really go for like 100 again? And he just keeps doing it and doing it and doing it. And he's wide open every fucking play. And it just I know we, so we so. say like, can he go 100 <laughs> again? But it's like how many times this year has he gone 100 in, in like his 18, 19 games? Or I, like 15 or something? Any, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense because he like, he just wide open every single play. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. He's much. wide open. He's wide um, open. But no, what I kind of want, I do like Odell Beckham. I mean, he's been such a schmuck for the past, like, whatever, five, six years. Five years. And <laughs> now he's like, he looks like a real receiver again. He looks like himself. He's like running incredible routes. Him and Stafford are like on the same page. So I like Odell. And then I just kind of wanted to highlight, you did talk about Stafford's um, poor games against the Niners. But both quarterbacks combined for six interceptions in their two meetings this season. So I think there are going to be – I mean, I know Stafford hasn't thrown interception yet in the playoffs, but there's going to be some turnovers, I think, especially with Jimmy G, Stafford, bright lights. I don't Cam know. Akers also has proven that he can put the ball on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. Amazing. And uh, I think – actually, I think the Niners lead the league in forced fumbles, so could be in trouble again. Yeah, I, I and I also saw the, the Niners since week 10 haven't allowed a rusher to go over 40 yards. I, I believe is it maybe one uh, out of those last seven weeks, eight weeks. So they've been a stalwart on the ground. I'm fading Cam Akers for sure. I don't like his prop lines. I know he's he's a bet to a great bet to get work, but I don't think he's going to do much with it. I mean, he had 24 carries last week and got, what, 44 yards? 40 yards, yeah, something like that. Abysmal efficiency with two fumbles. So I don't like the ground game. I do think they're going to have to get it done through the air. I wouldn't be shocked. And again, obviously Cup will do some damage, but we saw last week the 49ers really just decide we're going to take Adams out and force someone else to beat us in that second half. And it worked. I wonder if they take that same approach and potentially the whole game and put everybody they can at him. They've done it in the past. And it didn't work out. So I still don't know they will. But that's why I do like, I think Odell's very intriguing for the Rams side. On, on the 49ers side, I mean, Debo Samuel, 
Last time they met four for 95 in the receiving game, but then also eight for 45 in a touchdown on the ground, well over 20 fantasy points. And then the game before, he had another monster. He's, I mean, you could go to any game for Tebow and say he had a monster, but that one was intriguing because it came more in the air, five for 97 in a touchdown, as well as another touchdown, though, on the ground, 36 yards as well. So two total touchdowns. The guy's been a beast all year. It, we'll talk about him on DraftKings again. Uh, 7,200, just 200 bucks more than Tyree Kill, though. Who do you guys in a, in a vacuum like more this weekend, Tyree Kill or Debo Samuel, to put up more points? What do you think, Truth? What was the question we got asked on the pod on Thursday? Somebody asked, oh, it's Chase and Tyree Kill. And yeah, you and I, you and I yeah. both you know, agonized a little, and we both picked Hill. So now you're asking me the same question with Debo. Oh, Debo. Uh, I guess of all the three receivers, think, right? Chase, okay. Debo, Hill. Like, uh, there are such great names to have uh, at our disposal this weekend for DraftKings. Who do we like the most? What about Cup, man? You know I mean, obviously, Cup, like the clear he's, number one. He's in his own, own tier. He's in his own right. tier. I mean, there's some pretty good guys out there. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with Hill. I'm going to stick with Hill, and, and, you know, I could qualify it a million different ways, but I guess I'm going to say Hill. I trust Mahomes more than Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you again. He just, he just looks so fast and so good after kind of like the last two games of the season. He was so his heel just looked terrible. He was limping around, looking awful. And then, yeah, um, yeah last two games he's been incredible. I'm, I'm going Tyreek. Plus, you got Debo a little bit banged up right now too. He's, he's been practicing in full lately. He should be a full go. And we saw how they leaned on him in that that last divisional game. I do think he has a solid game, but I'm with you guys too. I, I'd rather have Tyreek Hill. If it's in a vacuum, their last time they met too, intriguingly, Brandon Ayuk, he didn't have a catch last game out, but he did lead the team in receiving with 107 yards, six catches. Also intriguing, Juwan Jennings had two touchdowns. So it was in that clutch moments uh, for the 49ers. So it doesn't seem like it's 100% a fluke that this guy had 94, two touchdowns and six catches, more receptions than Debo Samuel that game. He's also only 3,200 on DraftKings. I I think Juwan Jennings is pretty intriguing as like a real dark horse sleeper of this game. Do you guys have any, I mean, we haven't even touched upon Kittle. Do you guys have any other names, Higby, Van Jefferson, anybody else you see having decent games in this contest? I told you on the pod on Thursday, and I was more talking about 2022, but it, the I, I, what Higby and Cup are doing, how they line up by each other, it seems to be leaving Higby strangely open a lot yeah. more lately. So even though the guy disappointed me the vast majority of the year, if you told me Higby was going to have six six catches for 60 and a touchdown, something like that, I wouldn't be shocked. I'll put it that way. What yeah, um, I actually I had, I had Higby in my DraftKings lineup, but I I don't know how, like, it's not really sneaky, but I do like Sony Michelle just because of what we talked about, the Akers with, like, a t- potential short leash. Um, I mean, he could get a touchdown, maybe two. I mean, if, if Akers fumbles in the first quarter, I mean, we also – he didn't even touch the ball after that second fumble, so – he could his short maybe he's lost his job yeah i mean we uh, honestly have no idea how that backfield is so. i i love that call i think sony michelle might be the ultimate like contrarian running back pick of the weekend take some balls to throw that out there because he's touched the ball i think once in the last two weeks yeah. but when he's gotten the work all year he's been a, a low-end rb1 uh, to high-end rb1 so i i like that call a lot cj as a, a real dark horse um contrarian type of pick and i think truth that that higby call we talked about it on thursday he does seem like he's really found a role in this offense and then started to be leaned upon by Stafford. He did have six for 55 and two touchdowns the last time these two teams met. So that could be intriguing. It seems like all of us are kind of off Kittle. 
And I mean, a guy that put up 30 points at a tight end position twice more than anybody else did. But then the last six weeks has been almost non-existent just because he's so good as a blocker. And if the game script goes well, that's how they're going to use him. And he loves it. He wants to just continue to mow people on the ground. I'm fading Kittle myself. And at only 5K on DraftKings, that could be a dangerous move. But do either you guys think a Kittle, you know, bounce back type of game happens here? Or what are your thoughts on him? Nope. I go ahead. Go ahead. CJ. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I think I think the Garoppolo like hand injury, the thumb injury is real. And even though we'll be inside, it's not going to be negative five degrees, snowing and gross, where his hand is useless. But um, I don't. I don't know. I don't really like anyone in the passing game. To tell you the truth, I do. I leaned Ayuk's over for receptions, but that might be a, just a few quick passes. But no, I wouldn't like Kittle. Yeah, Kittle's just, he's always going to be kind of enticing because you've seen the ceiling so high, but it doesn't seem like there's a great reason to get too excited about him for this game. Whereas on the other side of the ball, like we said, if you told me that Higby had joined Cup and Stafford for breakfast like once or twice, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> These last way. couple of weeks, especially. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> making a quick appearance, one not every day, not every day, but like maybe twice a week. Just brings over a little syrup. Hey guys, do you need a little syrup for your pancakes? Can I can I get right. you a little more bacon? Right. He like fetches some muffins and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Higby coming out of the kitchen with the apron on. I can totally <laughs> see it. Uh, indeed. Absolutely. Um, and then the last guy I did want to talk about, just because I love him on DraftKings this weekend at 5,900, is Eli Mitchell. He's seen 21 carries and I think it's now six to seven straight weeks. Only twice on the year did he have under 17 carries. He's been the bell cow, and a Shanahan bell cow is sexy. Yes, it's a little bit capped because we've seen Debo nibbling the cheese, especially around the red zone. But uh, on a weekend where we already talked about how muddy that Chiefs backfield is, especially if Daryl Williams plays, this Rams backfield could go to Sony Michelle given the fumbling situation. Who knows what happens there? To me, I, I'm all in on going mixing Elijah Mitchell. I think the field and DraftKings and whatnot will be as well. But I am intrigued by what Eli Mitchell will do, at least from a workload perspective. I don't love his lines because it's like 60 and a half, 65 and a half with Debo, also 36 and a half. Like I, I know they'll probably run for about 100 combined. I don't know exactly how it takes out. So I'm not hitting the props, but I do like uh, Eli Mitchell at his price point on DraftKings. What, what say you, Truth? I know you've been a big Eli Mitchell guy all year. Uh, I'm not really a DraftKings guy, but I will tell you as just a, a teaser for our upcoming prize picks segment, friend of the podcast, prize picks, uh, that I do like an Eli Mitchell prize picks rushing. Okay. Uh, number. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. CJ, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think I hate all the running backs this weekend, to tell you the truth. <laughs> but uh, yeah. just because you have to pick someone in DraftKings, I would go Eli at 5.9. Five um, I mean, he just he's a better option than anyone else, I guess, on the board. But an, I don't really an intriguing play, CJ. Though it, I still that Sony Michelle, I'm coming back to. I haven't really even considered that. But if you went like <laughs> Take Eli it easy, and Sony Michelle, the amount of money you could save to then load up, it is. It seems like a wide receiver type of weekend, right? When we've got the guys we just talked about: Cup, Tyreek, Jamar Chase, obviously Kelsey at tight end, Debo Samuel. Don't want to disrespect him. I mean, we've got these insane receiving weapons. I think it might not be a bad option with none of these running backs in great spots. Maybe I do fade Mixon, go to Sony Michelle, save that money, and then it allows me to pay up and get three of those those five big names, maybe even four of them into the lineups as receivers. That's an intriguing strategy. I really like that, that call. Uh, Sony touched the ball once, and it could look entirely horrendous, but <laughs> it's, it's certainly a way to get different, and I like that uh, indeed. 
So speaking of DraftKings, we kind of yeah, been it seems like we're kind of oozing into this DraftKings segment here, Wolf. So we might as well trickle on down. It looks like we do about have about ten of you guys with us. I love it. I you know we kind of threw this together last minute, didn't preview it, and about ten people in the Wolfpack are here. If you're here, please do consider giving us oh, that yeah. thumbs up, Give helping it us. us get out to more people. Uh, obviously, if you're new, if you're catching a replay and you've never been here before, please consider subscribing if you like what you hear. I think we may have crossed 2K. We might have gone back under it like one person. Back under. <laughs> back under. So please be that person that pushes us back over the edge and potentially helps us continue to grow. It is so greatly appreciated here. Uh, and just want to remind you guys, me and the truth, we'll be live every Thursday throughout the offseason unless there's a, an emergency situation for either of us. We're going to just try to keep the conversation rolling all offseason. So if you like what you're hearing, uh, we'll preview the football games when not over the weekends, but every Thursday, regardless of what's happening. So continue to tune in. Let's now transition, though, as you were saying, Truth, it, it seems like a natural time to go over to DraftKings. And as we know, stacking is the most crucial part to a lineup. Truth, you said you don't play much DraftKings, but is there an offense, like if you had to pick one offense to kind of load up on this weekend, to stack on up, do you have one that's popping to mind? Well, I mean, I think the super obvious <laughs> choice is if you could load up some big Chiefs, you'd probably be – happy about that right but uh you know obviously there's there's money to be considered and i would imagine none of the guys that i'm thinking about come super cheap am i right it's so mahomes is 7400 he's the most expensive quarterback uh but by about 700 bucks i think you know burrow's 6700 the next closest so it's not that crazy of a gap to of course the chiefs probably the, the best and, and most likely to be the best stack Tyree kills 7K, not that crazy of a price for him. We've seen him at 9K at different times throughout the year. So he's not bad. And then you got Travis Kelsey, I believe, clocking in at 6,500. Love that bet. So it's really not impossible at all to stack up those Chiefs. Now, the thing is, it's probably going to come at the cost of you can't really right. fit in Cooper Cup if you're going to go with a Chiefs stack like that. Now, are you willing is to- Is Cooper go Cup your your guy that, like, is is he your first round draft pick in this? Are you, are you building your lineups around him specifically just because he's that great? Well, when we get to who are you fading versus locking in, I'm actually fading Cup because I want to lock in Kelsey. I want to lock in okay. Tyree. I want Jamar Chase. And, you know, you have to fade Cup if you're going to have multiple of these guys. So there's a sneak little preview before we get there. I actually am not playing Cooper Cup myself. Are you comfortable fading him if it gets you to that chief stack? Yeah, absolutely. I am. The yeah, chief stack is awesome. I'm with you too. <laughs> yeah, wow. exactly. I'm, I'm with you too. I'm going, um, <laughs> I found a way to get like, well, this is even, I didn't have Michelle in my lineup, but I might put Michelle in my lineup now just to have fun. But um, before, when I just worked on it right before, I had Mahomes, McKinnon, Tyree, Kelsey with Higgins coming back. Oh, come on. That's, that, that's that fantastic. I you're not like, even gonna miss. You're not even gonna miss Cup. And, and no, I think I'm, McKinnon, not, I'm not worried about that. McKinnon certainly, if you're trying to stack a running back, as we talked about at the top, 79% of the routes, he's certainly the the running back that correlates well with Pat Mahomes. So I, I like that play a lot. I personally, I, I think the you know Mahomes makes so much sense. If anybody's gonna go for forty something, it's gonna be him. But I actually like going the other side of the ball. I I am putting in Kelsey and Tyreek to get a piece of that, like a big chunk of that Chiefs offense. But then I'm going with Burrow, Jamar Chase, and, and Tyler Boyd, as well as Uzuma as my, my favorite low-owned player. We'll talk about him in a sec. I, I really like going the Bengals side of things, assuming it does become a shootout, because then I get the points from the Chiefs loading up a, a lead here. And then I get Burrow on the other side. Again, 440 and four touchdowns in that narrative the last time we saw him. He maybe does outscore Pat Mahomes, who just had 260 and two the last time these teams meet. 
I, I do think Mahomes goes berserk. I think he's going to go for 304. He's going to have a day. I'm just kind of banking on saving that 700 bucks. It's kind of the difference between what you're doing, CJ, with like Higgins and the Chiefs stack. I now have the the um, Chiefs, but I can go to Jamar Chase and then bank on maybe he goes for 40, you know, 35, 40 again. Um, they have alternated him and Higgins 150 yard games within their last four. So it could easily be Higgins at 700 bucks cheaper. I kind of like getting those savings. It is a different, you know, intriguing thing to think. Do you want Burrow and Chase or Mahomes and T Higgins? That's an intriguing question to ask. Where do you lean on that one truth? Well, when you put it like that, it's a lot tougher. Uh, you know, the, the Burrow and Chase stack is pretty appealing. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I don't know. I've found Higgins and Chase to be a real crapshoot throughout the year. There was a time, you know, when it was like we talked about 1A, 1B, and Higgins might have even been the 1A for a while. Um, that has certainly not been the case lately, although Higgins no. is is clearly the real deal. So I think I would probably lean CJ's way, uh, just the idea of being able to stack Mahomes with both Kelsey and Hill and then still have an extremely viable Bengals, uh, you know, high volume target. That appeals to me a little more, but I definitely see where you're coming from with the Chase Burrow thing. That could seriously pay off too. Yeah. Intriguing stacks all around. It does seem like all three of us are most intrigued in going after that game. And I think that's going to be how the field goes. It is the game with the 54 point over nearly 10 points more than the other game. It makes sense to go after that one. We both talked about potential, uh, you know, defensive battles and hitting the under in the game before. Granted, it will be more contrarian if you want to get really ahead on those GPPs, the way Stafford's been playing, or especially, I mean, I couldn't touch Garoppolo myself, but I don't no. think anybody no. else will be touching <laughs> Garoppolo as well. So if you think somehow that game does shoot out, Garoppolo maybe goes uh, for like 303. He did have a decent game their last time out uh, in that shootout. What did he end up with? 316 and a touchdown. So even that yeah. touchdown, two touches, it wasn't even that good. Like that's the most yards he's thrown for in 15, I think it was 14 weeks. Yeah, he still didn't have that overwhelming of a fancy total. So uh, to me, you're, you're going to have to pick a stack from that first game to win unless you really want to get contrarian. But even then, I think it might be getting a little too cute. That's how I view it. But is there a, is there any stack you'd consider for the second game, CJ? Um, I guess maybe like Stafford and OBJ maybe. <laughs> how, how do you not say yeah. <laughs> well no because i because i well because i'm still yeah, i still want to get some chiefs in there too i don't know i still prefer tyree get a lower price tag i still prefer kelsey i'd rather have them two and then one cup yeah yeah <laughs> i agree two chiefs one cup two, two, i was, I was gonna cup. say it and i was like is this too obvious Am I, no, it was too two easy. i'm just gonna leave that sitting out there yeah, yeah two chiefs one cup but yeah, no. <laughs> but to answer your question, no, there isn't one. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we have to go after that that first game uh, and just hope the other one has that lower, the three the three times matching up, more of a defensive battle uh, type of feel. Maybe it doesn't, but that's the way I'll certainly be attacking this slate. Me going Bengals, the other two going for the Chiefs. Now, in terms of low-owned, low-priced players, it's tough to get different on a four-game slate. I think your call, CJ, do you want to kind of rehash what your take on Sony was? Because that might be the most low-owned but actually viable player of this weekend. What What are you thinking about Sony? Why might he be a good play this weekend? Yeah, I mean, Cam Akers, two fumbles. It's not that they were just regular fumbles. Like in the middle of the first quarter, they were like game-ending fumbles. So they completely changed the tide of the game. He yeah. could have ended the game before half, going up, what, 27-3. to three, And yeah. then 
and, and then again at the end, which is like the most we don't want to win this game fumble of all time. Oh, and then, so, then uh, the hiking the ball over Stafford's head. They they really yeah. didn't want to win. They were just like these acres fumbles aren't enough. Well, here you go. Like we're gonna get it right back to you. I again. swear, like younger players now just like get petrified of Tom Brady, and they just don't. They're like afraid of what's gonna happen, so they just like, forget yeah. how to play football. <laughs> it's a self fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. It really is. Um, so yeah, I mean the the 49ers lead the league in force fumbles. Acres has the two fumbles from last week, and he's we don't even know if he's gonna be like a workhorse this week. He never was able to touch the ball after the second fumble, so. Who even knows what's going to happen? But yeah, his leash is, leash is going to be very short. I think it's a great call. And, and I think you mentioned too earlier that the, you, yeah, you said the 49ers, no defense has forced more fumbles. I like that call as well. So that, again, we're not saying like a cash game, you know, single entry type of thing. We're talking about trying to take down the Millie, the $20, where you're trying to beat 200,000 other people. That's the type of play that you could pivot to. I mentioned too earlier that I'll just rehash here. Juwan Jennings, 3,200. Last time against these Niners, 94 yards, two touchdowns on six catches. They went to him in some very crucial clutch situations. So the team trusts him. He gets it done, it seems, whenever he gets the ball tossed his way. So I do think Jennings makes an intriguing late toss in. I also do love just a couple hundred bucks more. CJ Uzuma, who had that monster 18-point day in the round one of the playoffs, followed that up with seven catches for 71 yards last week. He's had a real involvement in this offense. And so if I am going for Burrow stacks, if I have – my, you know, Tyler Boyd only 4,200, one of my favorite picks, but I think a lot of people will be on him. So we're talking about low-owned guys, low-priced guys, though. 4,200 Tyler Boyd, he's, up, he's one of my first players in, uh, given how bad the Chiefs are against slot receivers. I think he'll have himself a solid day. But at, you know, even cheaper, even lower-owned, I do think Uzuma, and then I think uh, Juwan Jennings, two guys I'm really intrigued by uh, as options. I do think also, you know, with me going the Bengals stacks, an intriguing route might be putting in Clyde Wiesler, who's coming in at half the ownership of Jarek McKinnon right now, you know, if the, he could easily have two touchdowns and then Mahomes, if you're kind of fading the chief stack, that might be a good way to go after it is going after Clyde Hilaire and thinking he might pound into random touchdowns at very low ownership. So he's another name. I kind of want to toss out there as like a low price, low owned guy. Right. Is there any just like sneaky sleepers you have to, I know again, you don't play a ton of DraftKings, but is there any guys that you're like, might be off people's radars or anyone you've heard us talk about that that you'd like to toss out there? I want to just respond to what you said about the Clyde Edwards Hilaire take. I hate it. I, <laughs> I, I don't expect it to happen. It just I'm seems like it. it just seems like a way to ruin a Sunday. Yeah. You, I, you know? I again I'm just going with like you look at the teams that win Millie, the millions of dollars. It is yeah. a random ass narrative that I'm not expecting that to happen. I think Mahomes goes nuts. I think he has four touchdowns, but I might build one lineup for like a $3 tournament or maybe a Millie maker one as like a completely contrarian type of approach. I, I, I don't think that happens. I'm just I, saying. No, I hear what you're saying. A way I, to get different. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, I hear you. You have to be different than the other guys to win. And, you know, you got to zag when you think other people are zigging and all that. And maybe CEH is the way to go there. It's just, man, I hate what I see out of that guy. Um, I hate that call. Was there a single one that you heard from either music <laughs> that you liked or another player? You yeah, yeah, but not necessarily the low ownership guys. You know, when you're pushing CJ on on the, uh, you know, is there anybody in the NFC game that you would like as a stack? And he's kind of like hemming and hawing because like, you know, he'd rather have those Chiefs. And so he doesn't want to spend. I mean, yeah, Stafford, OBJ. But then I look at that and I'm just like, why? Like, you know, yeah. like, like I can think of a, a bunch of kind of off base things to do, but none of them really make that much sense to me. Uh, I, yeah. I think the the lineups that are going to win are probably going to be the ones similar to what we're talking about here with, like you said, the one or two kind of like 
wonky guys, right, that you don't expect to go off. But I don't know. Yeah. I really like your Boyd call as far as being in the slot. But, I mean, I think, you know, that seems to be pretty common knowledge right now, right? Kind of, yeah. It's not, like, crazy common. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's going to – he's not, like, a, a 5% ownership guy like right. Sony Michelle's going to be. He's not going to be a completely different approach. Um, I, I'm with you, too. And, and last weekend, the Millie Makers – were teams that did overstack that not overstack they did it the right way but almost completely exclusively loaded up on right. Bills and Chiefs and just saw that game that's going to be my approach I'm just going to load almost entirely up on that game obviously you had to have Gabe Davis last weekend if you were winning I don't know I mean clearly we're not gonna have a 200 yard four touchdown performance from anyone never mind a, a $4,600 receiver uh, but to me that like a cheaper lower owned guy could be a we mentioned Boyd or maybe again, Juwan Jennings scores a touchdown, or, or somehow two, or Uzuma. That's kind of what I'm thinking is loading up on those games, and one of those three kind of lower owned guys goes nuts uh, at the bottom. That's kind of how I'm approaching it. Um, I think we kind of—I know we already kind of s- s- like hinted at this one, and this would be a, a funny clip to to make on Monday when we're all just getting completely bashed and bruised by Cooper Cup. But we all talked about how. We want to fade Cup so we can get in a bit more of those Chiefs Bengals uh, key weapon pieces. And when you have Cup in there at 8,800, you know, 1,800 more than Tyreek Hill this weekend, it does really limit your roster flexibility and the, the amount of studs you can get in there. So, yeah, of course, I'll make one, a, a couple lineups out there with Cup because how can you completely <laughs> fade the guy? He hasn't been under 20 points in, in God knows when. But I'm fading Cup. Is there any other players, uh, CJ, that you're looking at? Like, ah, I'm not touching this guy that might be popular this weekend. Um, I mean, maybe Jamar Chase. I don't know. I think I think I've already I've dug my heels in on Higgins, so I'm just gonna roll with Higgins at this point. I'm just I'm thinking of what they did to um, Stefan Diggs last week. Completely took him out of the game and gave Davis eight. Hmm. So that that's my thought process there. What do you think, Truth? I mean, I, I don't know how. <laughs> What's what's the price on Debo? He's seventy two hundred. Yeah, I I love the guy so much. If you told me that uh, he wasn't worth that, uh, I'd believe you in this game. I just I, I how much do we trust Jimmy G? Not a whole lot. I mean, although he keeps winning games, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> yeah. But doesn't doesn't always require a ton of stats. I'm actually with you. I, I am fading Debo. I don't have him in any builds. As of right now, given Tyreek Hill is 200 bucks cheaper. I mean, I can't right. justify going to Debo for 200 bucks more right now. And again, he'll be, he'll be a low owned. It's weird that like Debo, a stud of his nature, is kind of contrarian. Uh, about 25% ownership, they're thinking. And on a slate like this, 25% only four games is actually really low. Right. So I get it. But he's he is a contrarian play, and it could end up making people a ton of money. He's had huge games against the Rams in both outings this year. But I'm with you. I'm actually fading Debo. He's the other one to toss out there. And in addition to just Pretty much the entire Rams. I'm, I'm pretty much just fading that entire game and just going all in on that first game with maybe a, a low-owned sprinkling. Um, it, it did seem to me, CJ, are you fading Mixon? Because you talked about having McKinnon in there. Who's your other backs that you're rolling with? Yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of talked about Mixon earlier on when we were talking about the games. Yeah, I'm not really into Mixon. I mean, I was looking at McKinnon, Michelle, and um, Eli Mitchell. Those are my three running backs I'm looking at. Oh, yeah. man, I, I'm, I can't fade Mixon, but truth, I, would you be fading Mixon? Yeah, I think I would. I don't. <laughs> I, I think I would be fading Mixon. Um, also, just uh, kind of interesting, all four running backs you mentioned, they all start with M. I was trying to think of some really cool uh, uh, 
acronym and I could have failed completely, but that was unfortunately all the great football knowledge that has come out of this podcast. The thing that stuck with me the most is like, wow, all those running backs names start with M. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. Right, right, right. But Mixon would be an impressive fade because he's expected to be by far the heaviest owned running back. So if he does, you know, have a, he had 11 points just a couple weeks ago. If he comes in with just a, a mediocre game of that nature, it's going to be a huge way to gain leverage on the field for sure. I personally won't be fading him myself, but it is, it's something to consider. No doubt about it. I do it, think, it, I think that that's what's going to happen. I do think he's going to have a mediocre game. I mean, I don't at at 1100 more than any other running back, you know, that's, that's some, that might be the way you can, you fade Mixon and you go to Sony Michelle, like some old, very low owned running back. Maybe you can get Mahomes and Cup. Uh, whereas before it was almost impossible to do that. It could be a way to gain some big leverage on the field. I, that's not the way I'll be going about it, but right. I, I could see it. You know, if he does falter, if he has a mediocre day, as you guys are predicting, it, it's a very smart fade. I feel that. like now I have to do a couple lineups just so I can. <laughs> you should toss them on in there, Truth. It's right. win a million bucks for the uh, the cause here this weekend. It'd be awesome. Uh, okay. But we'll move on now to our second uh, segment or our third segment here where we're going to pull in. Uh, as we talked about with you guys before, but now we have a, a great looking banner here. Thanks to CJ uh, prize picks. CJ, you want to run down the promo real quick, what we're doing over there with prize picks. Yeah. So um, as it says on the screen, we're doing a hundred percent first deposit match up to a hundred dollars using our promo code RSJ or I'll actually, well, let me do uh, drop the link in there too. Yeah. Toss that link on into the chat. Uh, toss it on into the, I put it in the description as well of the video. If you, you, you want to click it there. Um, but yeah, up to 100 deposit match. It's a great prop betting, uh, or prop game uh, based game. And their lines, as we were talking about today, are as e- not easy, but as generous as can be. You won't find anything as as nice uh, on the the sports books uh, anywhere as these lines. And I'm gonna actually pull them in here. So that's the information there on the promo we're doing. I'll pull in the site. They the app is is just as clean, if not cleaner, than the site where you'll have all these different categories. You'll have your lines, as you can see. You know, I haven't seen Mahomes under 290. Uh, and we got 283, 210 for Garoppolo. 210 for Jimmy. Yeah, for a lot. So, And you can go through the different categories up here, rush yards, receiving. I really love two things, the fantasy scores, because, like, you know, yes, you might bet on receptions or you might bet on yards, but you get the whole package here. And it is PPR scoring. There's a lot of these lines I do really like for that. And I also just love the uh, the bet of going for touchdowns, receiving TDs, um, you usually get a lot of juice on that. If you're doing it on a sports book, you don't have that juice on prize picks, the prop based game here. You get five of them, right? You 10 X your money. Even if you get four uh, and you get one wrong, you still four X your money, but there are different ways, different structures. If you only want to go for three of them, uh, but you might get one wrong and lose everything, or you could get, you know, 10 X your money. There's all these different ways to structure your lineups. So guys, why don't we just kind of go through and talk about some of our fi- favorite prize picks truth. You want, we'll start with you. Who are some of the guys you're, you're really targeting this weekend on prize picks. All right. I'm just going to give three guys um, and then I'm going to put together into a, into a, you know, whatever. I, I think I, three to win five X is what I'm yeah. going to be doing. Tell me what you think. Um, I know CJ hates all the running backs. Uh, I really like Eli Mitchell, 66 and a half yards. Uh, right, let's go I, down to Eli Mitchell, 66 yeah. and a half. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really like it. I mean, I Another think interesting gonna... tool. Yeah. Well, we'll talk, I'll give you one second, but if you click this graph too, I always love doing this. It just shows you their game logs and when they've hit it and when they haven't too. So just an intriguing tool 
for Patrick. Well, yeah, what was your, your I case mean, for Well, I, I just think he's going to get a lot of carries, and I think he's the undisputed guy in the backfield. You know, if you look at all the other uh, backfields, well, not all the other backfields, because I guess Mixon is the undisputed guy uh, in Cincinnati. But if you look at the Rams, you know, we're like, oh, Akers, Michelle, who knows what's going to happen. Um, you know, if we look at the Chiefs, McKinnon, you're talking about CEH. Uh, uh, there's no such issue, in my opinion, in the backfield in, in San Francisco. The guy has proven he's a workhorse. Um, if he's healthy, and I believe he is, I expect that he's going to – I think he's going to get 20 carries, you know, in the 66 and a half year. I mean, what are you going to do? We're not dropping back with Jimmy G 35 times. I mean, I know Debo will get some carries out of the backfield as well, but I, I'm expecting Eli Mitchell to get 66 and a half yards. Um, I also really like OBJ, over 47 and a half yards receiving. Uh, just Ooh, seems nice. like a seems like a low number. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I saw that and I, I I immediately wanted a piece of it. Now, if you look at these, like he's failed to do that three out of his last five games. Although he has gone over the last two, so yeah. uh, I really like OBJ, 47 and a half yards over. And then to top that off, I like Tyree Kill with a, a receiving touchdown, uh, 0.5 over there. What do you think of those? I think they're all solid. I really like the Tyree Kill one. He scored, well, sure. I believe, now in five straight playoff games, uh, including both this year. So I really like that one. I'll parlay. I like Kelsey. He's caught a touchdown in, in five straight games, six total in his last five games, as well as uh, five, five of his last six playoff games. He's caught a touchdown. So I'm definitely going in on the Travis Kelsey uh, receiving touchdowns. I have my prize pick saved over here on my phone. So I'm going to pull those up really quickly. I do know I also uh, love Burrow over 18 fantasy points at 18 mm. and a half year. Um, now he hasn't done that in the playoffs yet. He's been under 18 and a half. But you look at those two games leading into it, he was well above it. And I do think it, one of those games came against the Chiefs. I do think that is the type of script we see. So I really like that one uh, a lot. I love Burrow there at um, 18 and a half. And I'm just trying to remember a couple of my other ones. I, I put up, pulled up five. I like Jimmy Garoppolo to throw a pick. I know, CJ, you always do. Oh, the, God, uh, that's money. I didn't see yeah. that one. <laughs> yep, over over one intercept, a half interception. So I think he's a great bet to throw an interception. I he think Stafford's do. a great bet there, too. Yeah, and they combine. I have, I think, you say I'm CJ? deciding. I'm deciding which one to pick between those two. Why would you pick? Go with go both. Go both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. If it's one or the other, I'd go Jimmy G. But I, I, I think both are good bets. Uh, myself, I think Jimmy G interception might be my favorite prize pick of the weekend. Uh, last but not least, I do like 25 and a half completions for Mahomes. Uh, as you, if you look at the graph here, he's done that in all of his last four games. Playoff time, they lean on their studs. If this is the shootout we expect, I think 25 is a no-brainer for him. And I mentioned Tyler Boyd. This is kind of like the biggest toss-up of them all because he might just disappear. All these other guys are studs, and it's like ending with the, the least attractive option here. But 10.5 fantasy points I think is very, very doable in a PPR setting. Uh, if they need to dink and dunk down the field, that's how teams have beat uh, the Chiefs typically in the past, other than Gabriel Davis going nuts. But as you can see, four of his last five games for Tyler Boyd have been over that number, 18% target share on an offense that I think is going to be hucking. So those are my top five prize picks. CJ, who are, I know we covered a couple you like, but are there any others you want to toss on the, the board for us? Yeah, going um, – see, I'm trying to decide between the Stafford and Jimmy G interceptions. I didn't want to pick both, but, I mean, so Jimmy, Jimmy G's G. throwing <laughs> – Jimmy G's throwing six interceptions in his last four games. He's got an interception Thanks. every – yeah, exactly. Look at that. I mean, no no brainer. Go Jimmy G. No doubt about Does, it. Doesn't then, yeah, Stafford was, maybe lead the league in interceptions? 
Well, he's, or, or, or so he's been pretty – in the playoffs, he's been, he's been really good. He's been taking care of the ball. He but has, but look at that. He has seven two, two, in the three, three games yeah. before that. That's <laughs> intense, man. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel like he's he's due for one. Jimmy's obviously due for one. So uh, Jimmy's one of, Jimmy wakes up in the morning due for one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, Jimmy G interceptions my favorite prize picks of all of them this weekend. <laughs> just just tossing that out there. Watch Jimmy yeah, throw for like four hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns, no picks, and he's zero picks. Gonna, yeah, gonna shove it up all our asses. <laughs> exactly. So right? I completely thinking of Jimmy G though. I know they just added um, targets and pass attempts. Where yeah. where are Jimmy G's pass attempts? I didn't get to look at it. Uh, pass it. To, it was pretty low. 20, oh, 27 and a half is actually not that low. For I mean, it's 10 he, lower than like anybody. You might go for the under on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was thinking of, honestly. Um, but no, for my my actual list, I always I have to go Mahomes rushing yards last week. He, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, go, I, like honestly that I, I think I start off with this one every single week. It's my favorite every week. And uh, um, rush yards last week. <laughs> yeah, I like this too. 69 rush yards. And then even the one game that he went under the, um, the Cincy game, he, that was only two carries he went for 25. So he just, I feel like in big spots and like big games that he needs to win, he must take care of himself. I agree completely. If I were going to add another one to my list, that would have Mahomes rushing would have been the one. Although to oh, be fair, was, to be fair, yeah. I didn't know about the interception thing. So I, I would, to, to the three I have, I'd add Mahomes rushing and Jimmy G to throw a pick. I like and maybe Mahomes. just get crazy and, and Stafford to throw a pick too and just make even more money. I did want to toss out there. I know we've been shitting on Jimmy G. Hey, he's going to throw a pick. And I think that, again, is the best prize pick. Jimmy G, who like wins like 75% of his NFL starts. <laughs> exactly. It's never stats based, but guy can win. Uh, ultimately, though, 13 fantasy points for a quarterback. That's nothing. And, they, and on prize picks, it's one point per interception, one point for fumble too. So it's not like he'll be overly penalized for these picks. So, I mean, yeah, the playoffs, he hasn't needed to do that for If you five. combine his score for his first two playoff games, it's like less than uh, 11. So I know, you know 13 so all of a sudden looks pretty monumental. It really, I think that comes down to how does Debo Samuel score? Cause he's probably going to score a touchdown, right? Does it, does it come through the air or does it come on the ground? Cause if it comes on the ground, all right, Jimmy G probably not hitting that 13. So I don't love it, but it does seem pretty low. If, if this game has any type of competition or, God forbid it shoots out that that number will get blown away. So that's just one to toss out there as well. But lots of prices. Is there any other ones that we didn't cover, CJ or Truth, that you really like? Um, I have Cam Makers under 55 and a half rushing yards. Uh, that kind of Not went bad. off what, what we've been talking about for most of the time. And then I have IU go over four receptions or even over the five targets, which is new, as we pointed out earlier. Yeah, and, I didn't um, know this target one. I like this. It just I think it just came out like yesterday or the day before they had an update. And um, Debo over his rushing yards at 36 and a half, three straight games over that number. And then this is the one we kind of, I think Nat wants no part of this, but CEH over 35 and a half rush yards. I like that one. 35 and a half is not a number I would necessarily run from, but I mean, you know, 35 and a half rushing yards, uh, you know, in DraftKings is not that exciting. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) this, this doesn't seem that unreasonable to me. Yeah, so yeah, 60 those, on what, like six carries yeah. last week? I mean, he he was balling last yeah. week. Yeah. If they – again, it, I love how, like, prize picks can really fit into either your DraftKings builds or how you're betting a game. Like, it, again, if you guys think the Chiefs with the seven points, that means they'll probably have a healthy lead for a decent, if not all, the second half. Hilaire at 35 and a half is like a no-brainer prize pick. Right, they be running right. the ball more, trying to bleed some clock. Although even then it's like – Mahomes will probably still just continue to chuck it the entire game. That's how they always operate in the playoffs. But still, it is a good way to kind of 
take all your your hedge on your your DraftKings or uh you know double up not hedge hedge would be the opposite rather but like double up on what you're doing on DraftKings or how you're betting these games. It is an interesting way. Prize picks overall again use code RSJ uh, as a a way to get up to a hundred dollar deposit matchup. Uh, it's a great 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 fun fantasy game that we've been all about here. Uh, just pull that up one more time for you guys to see. Code RSJ. Links in the chat or the description here if you haven't played it. Uh, it's an awesome time. And, of course, a $20 deposit or more not only will be matched, but it will help your boys out. We'll get a nice little kickback, show the power of the Wolfpack. So consider playing there uh, indeed. The last game that I want to preview with everybody, it's probably my favorite way to play fantasy right now. Um, Let's do it. And that is Underdog, uh, which also has props. We did mention, you know, the 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 lines are pretty soft on prize picks. They're trickier on underdog, no doubt. But there's a ton of fun ways to play this underdog best ball game. So let me just pull in really quickly a preview of what we've got going on with underdog, our newest uh, sponsor. And one of my favorite ways, again, to play fantasy uh, this year is underdog. So you, you can use code RSJ as well. Uh, $10 minimum deposit, and uh, we get a nice little kickback. So that would be greatly appreciated. If you consider you never played on there, you draft a team, they calculate your best lineup uh, over the regular season. In the playoffs, it's obviously a little bit different. I'll even just kind of pull in a draft in a second and show you guys how it works. We'll draft the team together. Uh, but there's so many different ways you can use Underdog, one of the most, uh, the best up and coming fantasy sites in the game. And as you can see on the slides, they have some really intriguing promos going on. If you're new to it, you can get a Jamar Chase one receiving yard uh, bonus there to kind of get you like into their, their prize bets. I think you might hit over one receiving yard. Uh, last week it was Debo. The week before, uh, I think it was Mahomes to throw a yard. They just kind of get you in there with a nice promo. So if you haven't played, and code RSJ or the link in the chat can get you there. But you get that Jamar Chase bonus. They're also running a uh, what they call the championship weekend showdown where you draft against four other people at six bucks. You get a shot at 20K if you win it. So why not just throw six bucks to the wind? It's better than draft. You're throwing a, a random lottery ticket out there. Uh, go for it. Go for this. That's actually what we're going to draft in a second. Right. Um, a great way to play. But again, code RSJ uh, as well as those different ways to prop bet and all that good stuff. Um, CJ, have you been getting involved in, in Underdog since we started this? Have you played around on any of their, their formats yet? Yeah, I did the playoff best ball. I got knocked out. My my two remaining lineups got knocked out last week. Even though I was I was mainly Chiefs, I had Mahomes in both lineups. I picked him in the first round in both leagues. But um, Gabriel Davis and Josh Allen just destroyed me. But which which sucks for those guys though, because now they're out. I was just gonna say I I moved on in a bunch. I had a great uh great round myself, and ultimately um got now I have Gabe Davis and Josh Allen. It's like what's gonna happen now? I have no idea. So we'll, we'll see there, but I'm just going to pull up right here as we kind of talk about our favorite ways to play. This is an example of the championship week. We were just highlighting where it's six bucks uh, and you just draft against four other people. Um, and then of course you're facing off against however many thousand people are in this contest, but the winner does get 20 K we're matched up with booty booty <laughs> simply uh, 100. Maybe that's Seamus. Who knows? Maybe he used our, our, our code there, RSJ and then B mills. He's uh, actually in this draft twice. Um, well, he's oh, going oh no, is that the snake wraparound? Yeah, Never mind. I was like, oh my god, where you know he's got two teams. Yeah, go ahead. So we'll draft a team here. Maybe we even do a couple here live with you guys. But we have the first pick, as you guys can see, it's going to start in thirty seconds. Uh, do we? There's a couple of lines of thinking here. Do we go Mahomes uh, and just lock up the number one QB, or do we go after Cup? It's a uh, half PPR on here and just lock up the number one is skill player, knowing we'll probably be stuck with Jimmy G 
if we don't get a quarterback in these first uh, two rounds, which we can won't. I, it, can I just ask real quick? Is this weekly? Is this this week or is this just this the week? Next, yeah, the this is just okay. for this week. It's not. It's not going to carry over at all. What do you I'm think, going Mahomes. I'm going Mahomes. Yeah, I think we lock in our 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 number one QB of the week. Let's go, Patty Mahomes. Um, I, I have done a, a, too many of these traps already, and I, <laughs> I will admit. I really do like the builds where I, I forgo on an early quarterback because you'll see Matthew Stafford and Burrow now go before it gets back to us. Uh, let's say I went cup. I've often gotten like cup, Debo, and, and Jamar Chase at the top. And then you, you know you can just go Jimmy G as your last pick. It does, if he ends up having a mediocre day, Jimmy G, that's an intriguing way to build these lineups. I will toss that out there. Um, I have been going a ton of Kelsey. You see him go there at number three, just the biggest edge at tight end you can possibly get this week. Um, but yeah, I've also found myself drafting, a, you know, that four range as well, going for Kelsey and Tyreek after Mahomes is gone to stack up on those Chiefs. So, uh, but we got Mahomes early. We probably will not get a Tyreek. Uh, we certainly won't get Kelsey. Yeah, there goes Tyreek as well. So first four picks, just so you guys can all see it out there: Mahomes, Cup, Kelsey, Debo, and then Tyreek Hill. There, uh, none of the other quarterbacks have gone, which is kind I'm of. I'm assuming this is not a super flex, right? We, we can't throw in another quarterback. No, sadly, we cannot. Uh, this is, uh, so again, as I said, I've done about 10, 10 of these or so, so far, uh, usually the quarterbacks come flying off the board. So I'm pretty shocked to see both Stafford and Burrow have, uh, continued to linger out here. This is the, the first time I've seen it personally. I know you guys have called for poor games from, from Mixon, but compared to Eli Mitchell and acres, especially, uh, it's a drop off at running back. So I kind of like getting, Mixing here, potentially even mixing well, him up. With, what are you uh, thinking? Of, what are you thinking of of the second pick as we're going around the corner here? If you take Mixon, so I, I took Mixon. Did. I did. You yeah, did. We you know, well, this out. wasn't a discussion. I thought this was going to be like kind of a committee type. <laughs> well, we have 18 seconds. So who do you think? I like T. Higgins or Eli Mitchell here uh, to just get both the top running backs. What are your thoughts, T. Higgins or Eli? Who are we going? Uh, I'd go. I go Eli. Me too. All right, we'll try it out. We're going uh, Eli. Our receivers are going to be complete ass cheeks. But that's okay. Uh, we do have Mahomes, though, too. So I kind of like the idea of, like, getting Pringle and Hardman late or something like that to stack up our boy. Uh, so this yeah, is going to be nice. a, a weird <laughs> setup, no doubt about it. I've never done one like, quite like this. Um, but that's how you win these things, too. you got to be different than the field. So Mahomes, Mixon, Eli Mitchell so far. Uh, now you'll see yeah, the and I mean, these running. all these other guys need quarterbacks and running backs. So maybe we'll, we will luck out with the receivers a little bit. Right. Hopefully, I'm hoping like either Higgins or Beckham, one of the two falls. Just took Stafford Burrow, uh, so they're gone. Now Jimmy G's sitting, and for this other guy that doesn't have a quarterback, he has no incentive to pick Jimmy G until the last pick, right? And that's the one benefit of when you do get Jimmy G. If he somehow even comes close to Burrow and Stafford, again, the last few weeks, four and and five points, so he he could tank your lineup completely. But if he gets 18 and the other guys had 20, you know, waiting on him and loading up at the other positions is going to be the way you win this thing. So Ooh. we we're going to get T Higgins or we might, get, um, we might get we might get both. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> you guys jinxed it, booty booty. We could get Boyd and, and OBJ. Yeah, I think we have to go OBJ. No doubt about it. You guys agree with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so the thing is, is like we're the last team to draft a tight end, but somebody could take Higby for their flex. In which case, we'll be left with like Blanton and Noah Gray and nobody. Do you guys think we go for Boyd or we just take Higby and lock up a, a um, mediocre tight end? Yeah, I'd, pro- I'd probably go Higby and then you yeah. can come around with either 
We should, we should tar- target Pringle, I would say. Right. Yeah. I agree. Take All right, let's do it. And if Boyd falls to us, we can go Boyd with our last pick. But if not, There's we can go Ayuk, we can go Pringle, uh, someone of that nature. Yeah. So these are, again, the uh, the underdog $6 contest for championship weekend. Um, it, it, very fun contest. I love doing these. It's just I'll be laying in bed and end up doing like five of them before you know it because um, they go quick. But it's just a fun way to draft and keep things alive, a different a way to differentiate uh, from DraftKings but still have a shot at those big prize pools. Um, I do have a few of those lineups, CJ. We were talking about the uh, the full playoff best ball. I have a handful still alive. I have one that had Gabe Davis and Mahomes. So I'm hoping that one can somehow continue yeah. to power through. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it yeah. goes. Um, we got a right, couple so- interesting guys here. Um, Jennings, who you mentioned, is on the board. Boyd, of course, is still on the board. Yeah. Um, Sony Michelle, I think, is on the board. No, he got picked. Never mind. Yeah, and we already have two running backs, so we couldn't take one anyways. Well, you could have flexed him if you really believed in him, but you know, no, because the, the two running backs, our second running backs, are flex here. Oh, you uh, only get one running back. Okay, run. So yeah, but Pringle fell right to our laps. I prefer him over Hardman. Do either of you guys feel differently? Yeah, I like Pringle. Yeah, it's fine. yeah. All righty. I think this team ended up pretty solid. It's a different build. Uh, than the most we've uh, I've seen on here to get those two top running backs um, was an intriguing move. So I kind of like how that team turned out. Uh, so that again, a way to play underdog code RSJ, a way to uh, get on an ad action indeed. And, and now we're going to do a 2022 slow, <laughs> slow draft best ball lineup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can watch us for the next two weeks. We will not leave our chairs as we, as we do a uh, slow draft. For the best ball, so those awesome those stuff. are so those are so brutal. I mean, I obviously understand the point of them, but like, oh, they get so annoying sometimes. Uh, I I can't do the slow ones. I can't. I I hate them. Um, I have obviously too much ADHD for that. And look at our old friend. We'll get to the uh, the comments here with our our old friends. But Mitch Chavez not yes. there on Thursday. Mitch, what the hell? Truth. I was a little upset. I actually lost sleep because Mitch Chavez wasn't with us on uh, Thursday. But do you forgive him? <laughs> yeah, I forgive him. Even though he did, I think call me CJ once this year. <laughs> he did but uh, we're just fucking with you Mitch great to see you screw the Chiefs even though we all know they're gonna win he said nice seeing all three of you together maybe the nicest human we've ever met in our lives I know, uh, another right. regular David who is calling for us to go live on Saturdays and Sundays more often here we are just for you David and we're pumped Davey Prosciutto showed up here uh need some player props from CJ I'm liking Mahomes over 29 and a half rush yards CJ I imagine you love that one too yeah, I mean he's he's using a a regular sports book. I think I think DraftKings is twenty nine and a half, but yeah, it's, I'm still liking it there. Yeah, I was gonna say, David, are you not playing on Prize Picks? It's twenty six and a half there. So even you know three yards for a QB rushing prop can be the, the make or break difference. So definitely check out Prize Picks if you haven't already. It might not be legal. It is. I don't. Uh, he's in New Jersey. It's weird. New Jersey allows sports betting, but they don't allow prize picks. So I don't understand what don't how that works. That. Can we get some lobbyists in Trenton to take care of that? Or new? We'll, 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 we'll be prize lobby. picks lobbyists. We'll just <laughs> we'll march I'll, around the, the state. I'll do it. I got. I don't have much to do. Let's go. <laughs> we'll show our commitment to our sponsors. Yeah, bit body paint and freezing degree weather. Uh, prize picks across the uh, the chest. Promo code <laughs> This is how committed we are to you guys and our sponsors. Continue to join the Roto Street team. Yeah. Uh, both passing props on DK are high, as he says. Uh, I don't know exactly what he means for that. Like the I think QBs. he means maybe the quarterbacks on the drafting sports book. I'm thinking. Ah, interesting. Um, all righty. What else do we have here? 
He likes the over in the Chiefs Bengals. So did all of us, I think. All of us picked that one. Hammer the points there, no doubt. OBJ, I picked OBJ over 47 and a half on prize picks. You think he goes over 52 so and a half? Um, I like that less, but I don't <laughs> think it's crazy. Like I yeah, I think like I, I think I, I think that's what it was last week on uh, DraftKings. I used one of my friends' DraftKings books, and I think it was around fifty-two, and he hit that last week. Yeah, I think it's a good line too. For the reasons we were saying, they might sell out to take out Cup. You can't really take out Cup, but if they do that, yeah, what are you gonna do? We're gonna take Cup out, hold him to like ninety-six and a touchdown, yeah. or something like that. And if if they hold Cup to ninety-six, that probably means OBJ did have 60, 70 yards holding, limiting him to 96 and, yards. And Higby uh, probably has like 45 if that happens, something like right, that. Right, exactly. Uh, he says, hey, guys, how's the blizzard up by you? Do you have enough alcoholic supplies to survive? I'm actually in, in the situation where I, like, I'm out of beer. Um, and oh, there is some liquor around, so I'm having what? to kind of like – I might have to get a little creative tonight, or I might have to just bite the bullet and drive out and get some beer. <laughs> How did you let yourself run out of beer knowing this snowstorm was coming? I'm I'm lazy, man. I'll, I'll like have the conversation with myself where I'll just be like, you know what? I'm going to stop drinking for a while. And then like, I don't, but like, are you going to, you know, are you going to January? I was going to say dry right. January, starting January 20th. Dry January starting on the 30th. <laughs> I, I, I said I was going to do like a second half dry January and I quit not even an hour into it. <laughs> it, was, it was like, nope. I think yeah. one thing happened. I was like, nope. See, not I, I always try to do one of these and then like every month or something, I'm like, all right, I'll do January, but then it's all the playoff games. Oh, February, sure. There's... February Super Bowl first week done. But that, I'm, I'm I think maybe best. after the Super Bowl between that and March Madness might be the time. But it it might be, but you know, there's you know, there's other things that are going to come up that you know you might justify having like, several uh, beers for. Going to a Bruins game or something like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's no way. It's just impossible. I'll never be able to do a dry month. I don't, it's so sad, but it's so true. So, yes, of course, David, uh, the rest of us are well more prepared than uh, the truth over here. That's a sad tale. Uh, the truth, uh, you know, I'll do, make some bathtub gin or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Fermenting grapes in the basement. Uh, whatever it takes to get it done. Uh, the Chiefs are going to spank the Bengals. Arrowhead hit different in late January. Joey franchise ain't ready. Uh, yeah, I, you're probably right. I don't think so, Tags. I know. <laughs> I mean, I get that Arrowhead is different, but I think Joey B has some of the biggest oh. balls in the NFL. Like, I think that's – I'm not worried about him being on the road, uh, Arrowhead getting to him or anything of that nature. I think the Chiefs might be too good and they still win, but I don't think it's him because Joey B folds. Like, not not at all. I don't know. What do you guys think? No, I actually agree with that. I, I agree with everything except the last uh, – couple words of what Hegg said. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to lose because Burrow folds. I agree. No, there is – I think Joe Burrow had a quote. They, they're trying to say that it happened this week, but it was like before he got drafted, and they asked him about NFL stadiums, and he's like, every SEC stadium is louder than any NFL stadium, which is probably true. Outside of like Van, Outside of like Vanderbilt or something. <laughs> Wasn't he a Chiefs fan? I saw that picture, right? You posted on Instagram, CJ, where he no, had like I don't a know. Chiefs he's, on. He's from like northern Ohio, which surprised me that he was a Chiefs fan, but – Huh. I don't know what that baby picture was, but he had a Chiefs helmet on as a, a little boy. So yeah. who knows? One, uh, yeah. Starting at 1.99K. Let's get there to 2K. Wolves. Yeah. I mean, uh, Wolf even suggested maybe we were there and then we backslid. So come we on. Were, we were definitely there. Really? Damn. And then some people were just like, I don't want any part of this anymore. They're already come talking on. about 2022. These psychos get them off my field. <laughs> so I guess, you know, if you're gone because of that, good riddance. 
Uh, we don't want to grow the pack with those types of people. We want you fancy acts that love this stuff all year round. So if that is you no. and you're new here and you haven't already hit sub, please consider doing so. We'll be live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time to talk fantasy football and just keep the good vibes rolling all off season. So please consider doing so. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, indeed. At least you didn't say two queefs, one cup. <laughs> oh, well. Yes. Not another good one too. No, that's two queefs, one cup. Uh, he says it's amazing how Sony Michelle is good now. Another example of bad coaching by Belichick, in my opinion, <laughs> doesn't know how to draft or use his players or in capitals there. Nikhil will probably go to the NFC this off season, catch a hundred balls for 1500 yards. <laughs> well, Belichick overrated. Smoking hot take coming off the top turnbuckle. Hags Hags is a notorious uh, Tom over Bill guy. He 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 like has the uh, he he went to the the Bucks Patriots game dressed in all Tom Brady stuff. Got on ESPN. He always snakes his way into stuff. Like you guys that. uh you guys think Brady's about to retire? There's a lot of smoke. I just saw a tweet yeah. that like Tony Romo said the same thing. I don't sure. care about Jason. Jason Lockenfora sucks, but Tony Romo saying they talked to Tom and. Seems like it's done. Supposedly, his assistant is like looking for jobs, right? I mean, that's that's a data point, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, could be. But yeah, Hegs. I wish Ben Tomsick was here. Another uh, RFJ legend. Him and Hegs could go back and forth here today. Where is Benny? Call him out for us, Hegs. Mitch says if Honey Badger's out again, uh, in the middle for KC will be wide open again on the Chiefs D. Yeah. Yeah, but he practiced in full on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. It seems like they're going to be at full strength. But guess what? They were at full strength the last time these two teams played. In the middle was wide open. He threw her 454 yards and four touchdowns. So I don't care the honey badgers out there. Obviously, be better without him. But hey, it's not going to make a difference. Joe Burrow is going to do his damage, uh, even though the Chiefs will probably do far more damage on the end. Uh, Michelle says Michelle is deaf the best. <laughs> well played, Michelle. Indeed. <laughs> strap on the, the chin strap. Michelle jogging out of the uh, locker room with the Rams gear on and hitting the hole hard. I love it. Good stuff. <laughs> well played. Mitch says, when's the new apparel dropping? Great question. I need some <laughs> new swag, fellas. We kind of fell off the map with that one. Um, that was a lot of work. You know, like ready. We, and then we just couldn't get the score. Of, we spent an awful lot of time on our uh, podcasts talking about this stuff. No? It will, it will be coming, no doubt. But it was one of those things where one, we wanted to order some samples, make sure everything comes out good and looks good and get it all right. It's our first time doing print on demand and already like even just ordering samples, a couple things came back ordered and, and it's just a process that we want to get smoothed out before we roll it out to you guys. So Mitch, I love that you're eager. Yeah. I love that all the wolf pack, it is going to come. We're probably going to wait until like it gets hot again in the, the, you know, June time or whatnot. We'll obviously let you guys kind of in on some pre-drops and things of that nature. The, the most loyal wolf pack will drop like secret links and things like that. But we just didn't want to go before we were actually ready and had a really good looking site. And there was just really no reason to rush it because it was already the end of the season. The search probably wasn't going to be there. Uh, and we didn't want to like give away some of the, the cool products we're going to be dropping, let our competitors kind of pick up on them during the dead of the off season. So it is coming, Mitch, don't you worry, but there was just a few things we had to iron out first. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, it, I, it takes me like over a month to, to even think of like going to the mailbox to send something. <laughs> but, but if you DM us, we do have t-shirts. I do have a, a bunch of shit here. So yeah, we but, do have yeah, plenty of gear them. you can get. Yeah, you can just shoot us a memo or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's guys, the link. Of course, have seen our link for prize picks. Also, underdog, we got a similar thing going. Um, and last comment, Mitch says, "My daughter's birthday is on Thursday. She turned six. And yes, I did. Uh, truth, uh, Mitch, I also have a six-year-old. That's a 
fun age. So that's awesome. Uh, enjoy that. Um, and I promise I'm not going to bring up uh, the CJ mistake anymore. This is the last podcast I'm going to bring <laughs> it up on because I have called someone who I knew what their name was, the wrong name before, and then they brought it up for like four years after that. It just made me feel like <laughs> shit every time. So I'm going to stop bringing it up. I know you know who we are. Um, and uh, happy birthday to your daughter, bud. I guess that's a semi-viable excuse to miss the Thursday stream. Fine, Mitch. I'll get over it. No, that's awesome. Happy well, birthday. You, you can't watch the uh, live stream with your daughter? Yeah. yeah she, should, <laughs> she should be watching it. Every My son shows up on the live stream sometimes. <laughs> she'll, she'll learn some new language. That's for sure. <laughs> right. uh, no, but no, no worries, Mitch. Uh, absolutely. That's awesome. Happy birthday to your daughter. Uh, and then Dave says, wait, I have to wait until June for swag. What am I supposed to wear all spring? Nothing, Dave. <laughs> You're supposed to wear nothing. You know what? Well, I can get it. Maybe that will make that like after the Super Bowl, we'll make that a really big project. We kind of got hyper focused again. We have the, the underdog you're striking some promos, all this good stuff in the works that we just took the, the merch off the to do list for a little bit. But we can get that rolling for you guys. Maybe even if it's like just like the Roto Street stuff or maybe don't do the punishment stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Right. Like the, the true loyal fan stuff, uh, just Roto Street stuff, things of that nature. Uh, maybe we'll get that up and, and running for you guys, no doubt. Doesn't uh, he says here? At least CJ can grow a nice, beautiful beard. And and thank you, Truth. Um, don't you? Uh, <laughs> the the way our our the boxes with our heads in them are. Doesn't CJ just look huge? Doesn't he like you know? He just looks like he's like a six five, three hundred twenty pound <laughs> lineman, kind of like like the top of his head doesn't even fit so, in the box, and like his box is also just a little bigger than ours at the bottom. Just looks like he could like throw one of us over each shoulder and just pound the shit. He kind of looks like Hoder, doesn't he? Like, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't even know who that. I'm not a Game of Thrones. I don't guy. think Hodor wore glasses. But no, I was actually I was doing a a job interview probably like two months ago, and right away the guy's like, "You have huge shoulders and like huge traps." <laughs> You're like, yeah. Like, thank, thank you for. Noticing. I don't know. It might be the way I sit or something. I have no idea. But you're just like closer to the camera and the boxes. It was a it was a former NFL GM that said that to me. Wow! (laughs) You gonna go line up at free safety, CJ? (laughs) Get those huge shoulders and traps back in action. (laughs) I love it. Dave (laughs) says I need the swag before the end of July. Wife is expecting at that point. But you know, it's like one of those things. Like uh, if you're anything like me or or my wife Wolf, and I know you are. Um, you see the end of July, we're like, well, that's really far. I mean, uh, it's plenty of time. And then like July 20th comes around and you realize you haven't done anything at all to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll and you start like, scrambling. <laughs> it'll be July 20th and Wolf will be like, guys, we need to get that, um, that guide out by like July 25th. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's, exactly. let's all spitball ideas. We got four days to get this done. No, but congrats um, too as well. Hey, that, that's exciting like, stuff. To be I will, there's a, there's a lot of sex going on in the Wolf Pack lately. Teams, I like it. Yeah, teams, did you see that? Were you here when 909 was talking about getting laid for the first time in a while? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that actually was a really funny conversation. That was hilarious. Yeah. That was, yep. that was good. <laughs> the, uh, the basketball Mitch, for truth. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch says, yes, she usually is around talking about his daughter. And yeah, along with the bouncing basketball. Correct. Um, and then Mitch also says he dominates his area. He's talking about CJ, of course, with those massive shoulders. Uh, he's yeah. a bodyguard, and yes, Those huge no, traps. Yeah, <laughs> he'll toss anybody out. He's I a do. more effective bodyguard, probably like on Zoom than yeah. That's... If we we're actually like <laughs> if we were like in a club or something, it maybe wouldn't yeah. be as effective. <laughs> no, definitely don't Indeed. look like this in person. Awesome, Wolfpack. Well, this has been a fun preview show. Indeed, if you're catching us on the podcast, the Fancy Fullback Dive, or if you ever prefer 
listening to audio because you're at work, whatever. The Fanciful Bag Dive is also where we can pave your path to 2021. Now 2022 titles already. Jeez, I, I got to get that right uh, for sure. But this has been a blast. Hopefully you learned a few different ways to ratchet up the excitement that's already going to be sky high with such a great weekend of football. Hopefully we give you the right betting picks here, uh, all the things we, we covered over here. But this was a blast. I don't know if we'll you have, have any our, uh, last words, uh, CJ, or truth. Yeah. We'll have our my favorite show of the year coming up soon. The Super, Super Bowl, Bowl prize pot. Prize, yeah. Are we gonna are we gonna do a prop show? That should be our Thursday show this week. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a prop show this Thursday. Who from the RSJ are we gonna invite on that show? I think we, just in, us in the past three. we've had we've had Jimmy on it in the past, but I think no, us three we've and had Jimbo. like eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, I love the duck. Like once we have too many uh cooks, it gets gets a little logged down. So maybe we get Jimbo. One of Jimbo or the Duck. Keegs has always been good in the past, but we haven't heard from him in about four years. So who knows if he's still alive? Isn't the, <laughs> if we, the Duck will just make us all feel bad about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Drinking soda while we're all just like guzzling like bathtub gin. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, so pri- yeah, look for, look out for that on Thursday. We'll do our prop betting live show. Uh, indeed, it's gonna be a good time. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. I'm the Wolf. I'm the Truth. I'm CJ. <laughs> and in a wolf full of fancy sheep, guys, be that wolf. Best of luck this weekend. Hope you win a ton of money as long as we also win all that money, too. Later, guys. Later. See ya. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, oh, oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. Football right there, folks.